Maurice and I would like to take a little time to thank Robert Rogers and all the folks at Parks Motor Sales for sponsoring the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast. When you need special treatment during your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, visit Parks Motor Sales at 919 Nashville Highway in Columbia or visit them online at parksmotorsales.com. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. As you heard, I'm Chris, joined by Mo. <laughs> Something like that. Handed out some, some cards yesterday. Had several people say, you know, oh no, we already listened, you know. Appreciate you letting us know and that, that you're listening. A lot of folks who didn't know about us, and that's good. You know, the more I'd rather find somebody who isn't listening, because I know that that, that sounds we can counter. Con- we can convert them, right? Right. Yeah. It's not you know, it's not counterproductive, but it, it does. Sometimes you're like, golly, everybody I meet doesn't even know we exist. But now, now they do. Now they do. Meanwhile, that's, Sarah Toombs over at Columbia Academy thanked me for correcting correcting Drew me to, correcting yeah. Drew to Damon. Well, I don't know who Drew is, but Drew, if you're out there, Drew Toombs, there's got to be somebody. He's probably not listening. <laughs> anyway, um, really excited because this next segment, we have first year Mount Pleasant baseball coach Kennedy Mathis joining us and... This guy's got to be pretty happy because he is coming off a a couple of huge District 10A wins. So joining us on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline on Coach's Corner, brought to you by From the Heart Cafe out in Chapel Hill. Go see Renee and the folks out in Chapel Hill at From the Heart Cafe. It's delicious, best desserts ever. We have Kennedy Mathis. Coach, welcome in. Hi, uh, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for joining us, Coach. Come in coming straight out of testing there um appreciate you taking some time with us and congratulations as chris mentioned big couple of games for you here to start the week with that um five nothing win at your place over santa fe and then the 10 9 8 inning affair out at their place last night getting you a sweep in 10a um first two losses for santa fe in district play and gotta have you feeling pretty good about your team at this point i would think uh, yes, sir. Definitely. You know, we, uh, we still get a year. Okay. And then, like I said, we went through some growing pains here and there. Um, just kind of trying to find different ways to win and how to go about it and play the game the right way. And, you know, our guys are kind of, like I said, coming out on the back end of that and figuring, figuring out different ways to win. Some nights it's pitching, some nights it's hitting, and some nights it's defense. And, uh, you know, as long as we can find different ways to win every night, I, I think we're going to be all right. Last night, that way was um, a little unconventional as you you guys were uh, 
We're down early. Had to go to the bullpen super early in the second inning. Um, but once you did, things kind of settled down, and your offense, the, the bats came alive, uh, tied the game in, I think, the fourth inning. So um, when we talked last night, just talking about that resilience and, and your team and how how they, you know, kept believing in you and you told them to believe in themselves and believe in you and you would do the same. Yes, sir. And I, I tell them before every game, uh, the team who wins the game is going to be who makes the easy plays um, and who at the plate battles every inning, you know. Um, not just, you know, the first five or the last five, but every inning you got to battle. And the team that's going to win is the one who does that. And we battle, you know. We got down in a big hole, but – you know, I told them, don't give up, you know, keep battling, keep battling. And they did that. And every time they threw a punch, we punch right back. And that's the way you win those type of games is to be able to take a punch and punch right back. Coach, the fact that you had to go to the bullpen so quickly yesterday, um, I guess made Gavin Whitehead's performance on Monday even more important. Um, got the complete game shut out as you guys beat um, Santa Fe 5 nothing again. Um 13 strikeouts for him and really kind of a coming out party of sorts for him, I would think. Uh, absolutely. You know, we talked after the game Monday night and you asked me if I had seen that problem and I told you I had seen flashes, but never the whole thing put together. Uh, and so that's, like you talked about, that performance became even bigger last night when I had to go to the bullpen early. You know, and I, I had a plan that I was going to go to Hayden whenever I needed it, and whenever I saw that you know, the game may be changing. And early in the second inning, you know, we got a couple walks, maybe an error or two and a couple of hits. And, you know, I thought it was a key pivotal moment in the game that, we're, you know, i got to keep them right there. You know, I can't allow this to kind of snowball and keep going. And I've got to keep it within distance. And, and Hayden, Hayden came in and he didn't have his best stuff early on, but he kind of settled in as he went down, you know, down the stretch. And he, he did a great job keeping us in the ball game without his effort, you know. He went the distance. He went 120 pitches in relief, and without that, we don't win that game. Yeah, you know it's funny that you mentioned that because I'm over there on the this outside the fence, thinking he's going to have to go to a third pitcher if this goes to extra innings. Like, and I didn't know where you were going to go, but uh, worked out. You had you you had an ace up your sleeve. Yeah. Um. You know, Ben, Ben's thrown the ball well for us this year. You know, he's kind of, uh, when I took over, he, he had pitched a little bit before, but never really been a pitcher. Um, so we kind of worked on it this fall, and I told him, you know, biggest thing for you is putting the ball over the plate. He's got a, you know, he's got a breaking ball he can throw to change speeds, but put the ball over the plate. And, um, you know, I, I knew when Hayden was going to reach that limit, if it got to extras, I knew where I was going to go. It was just if I had to go there. Um, Hayden started that inning at 110. And so, I, you know, I gave him a chance to get out of it in 10. He didn't. But I had full confidence going to Ben. Um, you know, I, I never doubted it. You know, I felt comfortable with it. I knew he could do the job. And, you know, sometimes you get lucky and he proves you're right. <laughs> I love it when a plan comes together. We're on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Mount Pleasant first-year baseball coach Kennedy Mathis um, here on Coach's Corner presented by From the Heart out in Chapel Hill. Um, Kennedy, you're a Forest graduate. Have you been to From the Heart? No, sir, I actually have not. Dude. You got to go. What are you doing with your life? You got to go. You, you, 
you got to get in there and tell Renee we sent you. But um, wanted to ask you, you know, you um, you graduated from Middle Tennessee State last year, um, walked out of Murphy Center and into Mount Pleasant High School, basically. Um, but you had spent the last couple of years on the coaching staff at Independence. And what I wanted to get to is you're managing your pitching in a Class A program is a little different than what you saw just from a number standpoint at the um, Class AAA in, in District 11 AAA. I mean, when you make a pitching change, you're you're making changes all over the place. And so when you said that you had a plan of where you were going to go if Hayden couldn't finish, I mean, that's – there's a lot of dominoes affected right there typically. Is that right? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Um, you know, when I'm making a pitching change, it's not just a pitching change. It's a completely defensive shift. You know, we're moving guys around left and right. And um, sometimes my pitching change is not necessarily completely dictated by who's on the mound, but who's going to be on what spot. You know, um, you know, I, I could use, I could need somebody to pitch, but if I don't have anybody to fill his spot defensively, it don't really do me much good. So, you know, I, it's a calculated risk sometimes moving guys around. Maybe some guy might be out of position, but I think he's, you know, athletic enough and good enough to do the job in that spot. And I knew going to Ben that I could move Brady Clark, who was who had come in the second. I knew I could move him to center, could put Hayden back at short, Ryan Clark, you know, my only senior over back at second. And I knew that that was the most comfortable lineup all around, one through nine, you know, to to go to in that situation, you know, in a big game in a big spot. So like you said, it's it's not just a pitching change. It's it's a completely defensive overhaul. And how do you, again, making that transition from watching that take place at Independence to having to make four moves and one at Mount Pleasant, you know, what, what's that paradigm shift been like for you? It's been, it's been a tad different, but like you said, I went to Forest. Um, when I was at Forest, that's kind of the way we had to do things. Um, we would move guys around and, I was a part of that. Sometimes I would in high school, I played left, I played right, and I pitched. So there was times where I was coming in from left field. Maybe I wouldn't, maybe I was a little cold, or, you know, maybe I get done pitching and I go out the right. So I've kind of seen it and I've been around that. And that was one of the things when I interviewed for the job, they kind of asked me about, you know, you're coming from a big school, but this is a different type of baseball. And I was like, I completely agree, but I have experience growing up in this type of baseball. And I knew in high school that this is what I wanted to do. And I've almost been preparing preparing for this since I was in high school. So I will say my playing experience, that's helped me a ton. Um, but it's, it's a, it's a definitely different ball game when, you know, when you come from triple A to single A, uh, it's not a drop off necessarily at all, but it's just a different game. Yeah. You know, when you mentioned last night, you know, you said that, um, you told, you know, you, you told your kid, "Look, you did a great job. Now go play shortstop." That's uh, <laughs> congratulations. Um, we're going to need you to keep playing, though. I know you just threw 120 pitches, but can you go play shortstop real quick for me? Thanks. But but your kids do that. They, you know, that's that's just that's class A ball, as you said. And I, I'm, I thought that your kids when the I guess to still a major league two line when the tough got going, the going got tough. Um, 
bases loaded in the bottom of the seventh and the eighth. It, you know, your pitchers made the pitches they had to make and get a looping line drive to end the game. And mm-hmm. I, I know your guys were excited. What uh, what did you tell them after the game that uh, that got them so pumped? Because their their breakdown after the game was pretty pretty loud. I think they heard it <laughs> in Mount Pleasant. Um. It's funny because at the beginning of the year, we were still kind of learning how things would go, and we lost a couple tight games. And I told them in the huddle after the game, I said, by the end of the year, we're going to, in these close games, by the end of the year, we're going to be the team on top. We're going to figure out how to win those close games. So when we, you know, we got done shaking hands, I sent them down there. I just walked in the huddle and said, you know, that's how you win it. That's how you win a freaking game right there. That's how you win a game, you know. I said, that's how you battle. I told you guys from the start, at the end of the year, we're going to be the team that comes out on top of those. It's going to be us. And you proved me right. And so I, you know, and they were pumped. They were you know, jacked up. And, I mean, it's just seeing that and hearing that from them is, I mean, that's the main reason you do it. It's, it's so fulfilling, so joyful just to hear guys, you know, 14, 15, you know, my starting catcher is 14 years old. 14, mm-hmm. 15, 16, 17, 18 year olds get so excited over the game because it's, it's a great game, and you know that's that's why I do it. That's why every game, good or bad, I'm you know I'm proud to be out there. Chris, I know you've seen Bad Boys. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if Kennedy's seen Bad Boys or not, but oh, I'm sure he has. <laughs> now that's how you drive. <laughs> from <laughs> from now on, that's, that's how, how you, you drive. drive. That's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, you look to um, continue this momentum. You guys are done in district play. Is that right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We uh, our buy was. You know, everybody gets to buy our buy the last week of the year. So we have played all our district games. So, so now you get to sit and watch these guys kind of knock each other around. Before um before district tournament play comes up, but um sitting at five and three, um Rich, Richland is undefeated at the top, and everybody else is chasing you for that number two spot, I guess. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, in Tennessee right now, they they're only four and two, um so they they have a shot at it. Um, you know, they could come out and handle their business, and you know they could finish out with the. I guess they'd end up being the one seed if they swept Richland, and that's correct. They'd be tied at, uh, but. You know, there's like I said, there's baseball to be played. There's nothing that we can really do at this point. Uh, you know, we've already kind of laid our bed, and we just got to let the chips fall where they may. But you know, and next week we have we have a we have to finish out this week with two good games, and then we have a tough week next week. We actually have Summertown on Monday. Mm-hmm. We have two with East Hickman, one to make up at home on Senior Night, and then Wednesday we added a game where we travel to Forest at five thirty on the twenty eighth. So you know, like I said, we just we got to focus on what we're doing and continue to play good baseball and, you know, let everything happen on, you know, the way it will. Do you feel like your team is playing the best baseball of the season at the right time? I think so. You know, this is, I mean, this is the right time to get hot. You know, my, my high school coach always told me, you know, what matters most is May. You know, you can play your best <laughs> baseball in March if you want to, but, you know, it doesn't matter if you're not playing good in May. So, you know, we've got to continue this on into May. And, you know, hopefully, like I said, getting hot at the right time. Now, did you play for Wayne Hardison? Yes, sir, I did. My freshman and sophomore year, and then junior and senior year for Chris Parker. Okay. All right. All right. Well, you played for Chris Parker, and you still went into coaching, huh? <laughs> he actually commented on my uh, post the other day and said, 
I'm proud of those kids for overcoming their coach. <laughs> he's a he's a goofy man. He's a good guy. But he's a goofy man. He that was some truth telling right there. I tell you. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, Chris is a good dude. I really um, yes, sir, he really is. enjoy he is. him and um have enjoyed spending time with you as well. And you know um. Like you said, you want to be playing your best ball in May. You've got a chance to continue some momentum. You go, um, you're at home tomorrow against Zion. Is that right? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, you've already played them once this year. Yes, sir. They they beat us five to four at their place, and that was actually one of the games that I came in the huddle and told them, you know, at the end of the year, we're going to be winning those type of games. That was that was the start of it. You know, they 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 we battled with them last time. Um, and they came out on top, so hoping we can kind of put the script on them. That's going to be uh, it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be fun to watch, Coach. Thanks so much for taking some time with us today. We appreciate it here on uh, Coach's Corner, presented by From the Heart Cafe. We encourage you to take the right and pretend like you're going to Henry Horton, but then turn right back to the right and uh, go see Renee at From the Heart. She will take care of you. And uh, we uh, we appreciate them, of course, for sponsoring from uh, Coach's Corner every Wednesday. But also thanks to you for joining us today and uh, taking some time after your testing. We hope that uh, this will allow you to take a much-needed deep breath. No more district games, no more testing. You can <laughs> just take a breath for a minute and then worry about tomorrow tomorrow. I wonder which yeah. you're more excited about, no more district games or no more testing. Oh, that's a, that's, a, that's a close race. <laughs> hey, I, I appreciate you guys having me. It means a lot. Um, Thank man. you, sir. We will yes, catch sir, up with you. Keep up the good work. All yes, right. Sir. That is Mount Pleasant baseball coach Kennedy Mathis on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline joining us today talking about his District 10A sweep of Santa Fe and... And state testing. <laughs> yeah, and state testing. We have... A lot more to talk about. Plenty of games that took place last night, including a couple that you watched part of and all of. One you watched part of, one you watched all of. The one I watched part of, I missed the biggest part. The best part. part. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We'll talk about it. And uh, several other games from around the Southern Middle Tennessee area. So please stick around on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast brought to you by Parks Motor Sales. Don't forget to listen each day live 9 to 11 a.m. on WKOM 1017 FM in Columbia. Also visit our website sm-tnsports.com for more local sports coverage in Southern Middle Tennessee.